2: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for monday september 27th 2021 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside forbes 30 under 30 aka the second best baby blues in san francisco aka the verified one at tim gettys
3: let Tim host i'm feeling fantastic this monday morning greg miller good to be here with you
2: It's good to be here with you, Timothy Geddes. Did you get to play any video games this weekend?
3: Oh, I played one game and one game only, and I played it a lot. And that game was halo infinite with the playstation 3 navigation controller and the (sighs) mouse and it was glorious it finally worked this technical preview Greg it allowed me to get into all the details and change everything I needed every single button could do whatever I wanted got this working without it was flawless it was flawless everybody the future is here and his name's Tim Geddes how was it how so I mean it was, it was like great. it was fantastic I love it the future is here I cannot believe it it is the perfect melding of controller and mouse and keyboard in one and Halo Infinite oh my god oh my I god I didn't mean your stupid weird controller oh <laughs> that's just amazing Halo Infinite play for you <laughs> it all goes together Greg it's what makes it an amazing experience that game is incredible I had so much fun I had not had that much fun in a multiplayer game in years like it was fucking awesome playing with Mike playing with Andy playing with Kevin Kevin, Kevin learning to play for the first time. Oh yeah, man. Kevin was kicking ass. Strongholds. It's his shit. It's his shit. BKD, how'd you feel out there?
1: It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Really enjoyed it.
2: Of course, you guys were streaming this over on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, but after the cameras go it went off, did you guys keep playing? Did you like were you oh, there yeah. all weekend to get as much as you could?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Totally. It was it was a lot. I think I played eight hours. Dang, dang. Yeah. Are you it feeling ready? Are you
2: feeling hyped? Are you thinking you're gonna come out there and be a competitor when this game actually oh. ships?
3: Um, I'm going to have a fuck ton of fun when this game comes out, Greg. Am I going to be a competitor? No, 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 except when it comes to capture the flag and maybe the stronghold business. I don't know these objective based games. That's where I thrive. I'm not so good at the shooty shoot. I'm better at the sneaky sneak.
2: Understandable. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Kevin, are you going to be back for Halo Infinite when it's actually out? Are you figured? Is this going to be yeah, something you so. drop into? I, are I, you going to put is... Halo on the back burner?
1: Oh, you mean uh, Fortnite on the back burner?
2: I did mean that. Thank you. No,
1: I am I I mean, I I would I think. I'll try to handle both. We'll see how that works. You know what I mean?
2: I don't think I don't think it'll be able to work well. Did you even remember to log into Fortnite this weekend and buy Venom? Ta-da. Your favorite character, Tom Hardy and Venom. He was in yeah. Fortnite. Kevin was very excited on Friday about buying him. Tim.
3: No. No. We had a little muffled. <laughs> Kevin doing saying, his no. Tom Hardy no. impression. No. God, you God what movie? a
1: bad movie. I Can not watch that movie left? again? God, we're we're going to do the in rewatch
3: interview. for Venom in review. Recording later today, patreon.com slash kind of funny. Going up for everyone else, youtube.com slash kind of funny tomorrow.
2: But that's enough Venom talk, ladies and gentlemen. Instead, let's talk about the hot wheels unleashed reviews being in our first look at the last of us on hbo and the backbones got a solution for the new iphone we will cover all of this and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show over at patreon.com slash kind of funny games of course on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can write in with your questions you can get the show ad free you can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday And, of course, you could support us and get a bevy of other benefits for PS I love you XOXO the kind of funny games cast the X cast the next gen podcast and so much more all on patreon.com slash kind of funny games of course if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal there are lots of ways to support the show you of course could be watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right now just like I saw sad boy bear at first but he's already he doesn't count frog Knight, Joshy G Xander two one eight nine nine and wasted bandwidth are if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you have a special job go to kind of slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday of course there's a brand new way to support kind of funny if you use that epic game store if you play fortnite on any of your consoles or devices if you are playing that there, Rocket League. We have an epic creator code, co- code, kind of funny, all one word. You can enter that whenever you buy stuff in the games or the platform of your choice. Uh, you'd be give, giving us a couple bucks back, and be great, as we're part of the epic creator program now. Housekeeping for you, the ultimate McDonald's food tournament is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, this. right now. This? What'd you say? I said it is. Oh, I thought you said this, and I thought, like, then you stopped. Like, I was going to say, okay. Uh, you can go right now to twitter.com slash kinda funny vids. We are holding a, a more around a 50 item uh, tournament between all the different things on the mcdonald's menu uh today we are doing breakfast items right now you could go vote in polls for sausage sausage mcgriddles versus sausage egg and cheese mcgriddles uh and i'll tell you right sausage mcgriddles getting that crap kicked out of them right now uh the bacon egg and cheese mcgriddles versus the big breakfast that has swung drastically throughout the day and then of course one that is breaking my heart but i understand hash browns versus egg mcmuffins and hash browns just burying egg mcmuffins right no now. no shit
3: Kim. of course that makes sense dude hash 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 browns yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, of course the way we're doing it ladies and gentlemen is we're doing each uh, one of the big bra we have, you know, four different sides of the bracket here for these 50 items. Uh, we're doing it one a day. So today's breakfast. If you miss this and listen to it later, I think tomorrow's desserts, then it's chicken and stuff, then it's burger and fries. And then Friday is the semifinals and finals to crown the ultimate McDonald's food item. This is all happening via your votes over on twitter.com/slash kind of funny vids throughout the days. So go ahead, uh put on your notifications over there and have a good time. Uh today, as I said earlier, uh PS I Love You XOXO is recording live today. Uh, It is the usual show with me and the roller skating gameplay and Janet Garcia. But the second half of the show, we're doing topic of the show late and we are doing the Life is Strange True Colors spoiler cast. So if you haven't beaten that game, don't fret. You still get your PSI love you in the front. And if you have beaten it, hey, come talk to us about that game. Again, patreon.com slash kind of funny games today. If you want to watch live or get it without the ads tomorrow, youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe and i went to knock on my desk but i hit the top of my uh, shoe sorry <laughs> thank you to our patreon producers the kind of funny destiny 2 pc clan blackjack today we're brought to you by liquid IV. Uh, let me try this again today we're brought to you by liquid IV, express vpn and demon slayer but i'll tell you about that later for now let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the roper report <laughs> <for some> news. <laughs> six items on the roper report uh, Baker's dozen. Number one, Timothy Gettys. It feels like months ago now. Mm-hmm. We saw Hot Wheels Unleashed for the first mm-hmm. time,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I remember looking at it and going like, "Oh, cool! A baby's game for babies." I'm not going to pay any attention to this. Then it this was a baby. There was a past, right I don't know, where I made a joke about Hot Wheels Unleashed, and both you and Bless came off the bench swinging at me, telling me how great this game was going to be, how cool this game was going to mm-hmm. be. And I was like, really? Is it going to be that great? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you today, as the reviews roll in for Hot Wheels Unleashed, that yes, it is that great. I checked it this morning, and so there weren't enough. Uh, Metacritic reviews up. It looks like there still aren't enough for it to have a full blown Metacritic, but I can tell you and go through the review roundup here with you to go through. It. Okay, hold on. Xbox is showing right now a Metacritic of 70, but like I said, reviews are trickling in. Uh, the ones that are up are positive. We'll start at ign.com where Luke Riley gave it a nine. Highly a accept- nine. Highly accessible, yet full of advanced techniques, devilish shortcuts, and creative tools to master, Hot Wheels Unleashed is one of the best, most customizable, and most imaginative arcade racers I've played in at least a decade. Fun, fast, and damn near photorealistic at times, Hot Wheels Unleashed is surprisingly is surprising and is a surprising and brilliant arcade racer. Carefully detailed, highly customizable, and buoyantly uh, uncynical, Uh, this toy racer defies all expectations with remarkable attention to detail, excellent track design, and an accessible handling model that still rewards high skill. The racing may be tiny, but make no mistake, this game is enormous fun. Over at Nintendo Life, it got a 7. Chris Scullion wrote, As it stands right now, Hot Wheels Unleashed is a fun racer whose fantastic selection of cars makes up for its relative lack of varied course environments. With updates and DLC, it has the potential to become a brilliant mess of licensed properties in the way the best mashup games are. But what's here is a solid enough foundation to start from, even if it's a little samey at launch. And then Forbes put up a review, but they don't put up review scores, but I liked it. Uh, Matt Garner wrote, Cynics be damned, the gamble is paid off milestones hot wheels unleashed shrugs off the brand's history of poor official titles offering a deep experience that bellies it's uh, belies its $50 price tag in fact it may well be the biggest surprise in the racing genre in 2021 i cut out a lot of the review obviously go there i'm putting a dot 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 ellipses here right nonetheless for all its minor annoyances hot wheels unleashed gives you remarkable bang for your buck Alongside a big career mode, L- livery, is that how we say livery, 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 editor, uh two-player, local, and twelve player online multiplayer, and licensed vehicles. There's a tightly controlled, great-looking arcade racer that's perfect for players of all ages and skills. And thanks to its track builder, it's only to get bigger and better by the day. Uh Tim, I of course want to hear that you have your victory lap here. But what I also want to point out, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, is that on Friday's stream, after kind of funny games daily, we actually played two hours of Hot Wheels Unleashed. You You can get that on youtube.com slash kind of funny plays. Important to point out, it was an exclusive to us of us getting to look through some tracks and play the game uh, live for the first time. It wasn't sponsored. It was more of a preview opportunity. And they also sent us Portillo's hot dogs, which was a nice touch if you ask me. Uh,
3: But I was blown away by how much fun I had. Tim, where are you at right now? i mean i am blown away by how much fun i'm having with the game and on top of that it's just i'm shocked at this do i think it deserves a nine absolutely not i do think that this that's a little it's a little hyperbolic i do think it fits a little closer to the the seven range but i understand the excitement of a game like this delivering as much as it is because when we first saw this it kind of became a joke between me and bless A joke based in reality of when we saw this was like, this actually looks awesome. And it reminds us of a lot of the old N64 era Hot Wheels games or this type of arcade racer, right? And in this world we're in right now where I just gave my review of Cruise and Blast last week on the kind of funny games cast. This is not that. This is a, I think, more of a step towards more of a modern type of actual console arcade racer as opposed to Cruise and Blast, which is what if arcade games were at home? you know uh, which is very fun as well like I think that like the I I love that both of these can exist in the same time period it's weird that they're this close I would say uh but I am so happy that Hot Wheels Unleashed is doing as well as it is I don't remember if I put this on my uh fantasy draft but maybe I'll finally have a point on the board for this and I'll take some wins there no um anyways this is awesome very very happy that it's as good as it is I can't wait to keep playing it and it this feels like one of those random like never would have expected this game to even hit this mark so good for them uh
2: i can confirm that you do not have it on your fantasy draft it actually went, it actually went undrafted on the kind of funny uh, com slash gamescastleague fantasy draft where blessing and i are neck and neck um you heard him come in there not on the ones and twos but actually here for some commentary it's the one the only sad boy barrett courtney barrett how are you today i'm doing well greg uh
0: and you know you know the uh gamers out there were playing halo all weekend i was playing hot wheels unleashed and i was. I mean that's
2: the sign of a true gamer you yeah. know what i mean you know, at, really, at least
0: you know i'm not doing not this uh, monstrosity of a half controller half keyboard all weekend you know what i'm saying what, right?
3: what's what why would you say monstrosity like why would anyone what, have a what, bone what, to pick what? with this like it's honestly give do you think it's, the keyboard's better than it
0: like a keyboard by itself a keyboard and mouse better than a keyboard controller combo a hundred percent
2: why okay, again ladies and gentlemen if you sorry real quick i have to bring this up because we showed it more visually than anything else what tim if you're uh, driving your forklift right now if you're waiting on a train you don't have a visual when tim talked earlier about his little playstation move nub or whatever right he was saying that he played halo infinite with a mouse in one hand and then the playstation uh, move joystick a uh, little button combo st- a little what do they call that navigation wand right navigation mm-hmm. wand in the other hand so if you can visualize that, and now Baron mm-hmm. has shown up to say this is crazy talk. Uh, and it's if, like, if, a, if, like a If, era, if, man. if I may, if for, a moment, for a moment. You're daring I, a dream.
1: I just, I, I like to say I, I joke around a lot, but I think Tim, he's got his hands on the future. And wow. I respect him for being experimental and trying something new. God bless you, Tim.
3: is too you, comfortable. Man. No one in the world could argue that WASD is better than analog movement for controlling a character in First Person Shooter.
2: All right, Tim. I hate Wazda. You know, I'm right there. I'm saying it, I'm saying it to him. Uh, back to Hot Wheels Unleashed. Uh, Barrett, you were part of the stream. You joined mm-hmm. late. You saw us all having a great time. So yep. then you went and you downloaded it. And you came in and played with us. You said you kept playing. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, your weekend impressions with Hot Wheels uh, Unleashed. I
0: was honestly surprised. Like, uh, even just that stream where I came in and the two races that I did, I, I, I smoked all of y'all. Um, I was having a fun time, especially that first track that we went in, and I think that was like a a user-created track of just like how experimental and how fun Mm -hmm. uh, this game can get, uh, especially with the track creator, Um, and just like even the the, uh, pre-made tracks by the developers were just like really fun to go through. I think the most important thing for... I wouldn't really call this a cart racer, but like more of like the fun side of racing games is like the moment to moment gameplay needs to feel good. And that's been like a lot of my complaints with like other racers that I get into and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, there's like a a, a presentation that's fun, right? You know, there's like the Nickelodeon cart racer that came out last year where it's like, yeah, it's fun to play as Nickelodeon uh, characters and stuff, but like the, the gameplay doesn't feel right. And the thing that has really stuck with me all weekend is that like, no matter what, like uh hot wheel that i'm uh playing as whether it's like the weird dinosaur one or like the cool looking uh not even like the the batmobile but there's one that kind of like reminds me of like a modern batmobile kind of situation like it yeah, always yeah, moves, the one you got
2: earlier yeah, yeah when we were playing that
0: it always feels fun to, and it always feels right with the the momentum and the the weight of everything um it's just it's a, a blast to play and i'm just i've mainly just been doing the the single player stuff because there haven't been a lot of people online over the weekend understanding so i've just been like going through and like unlocking a bunch of cars and, and stuff like that and it's honestly i'm surprised it's like the racing game that is uh, i've had the most fun with since like mario kart 8 came out um and so that's just i'm, I'm, I'm really into it i'm having a lot of fun with it it's it's refreshing to play a racing game where like i i don't have every track memorized and i'm actually sure, having some sure. challenge and some fun with it and i honestly think the 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 nine is a a, a a well-deserved uh score there
2: here's my thing when i think of this score of uh you know tim's talking about here earlier of like igene gives it a nine nintendo life gives it a seven you know where you add on that scale kind of thing mm-hmm. i think after the two hours we played with it there it it greatly exceeded my expectations right as i went in there to play around with it but when we were initially playing in like there was a limited amount of tracks that are come packed in with the game right and we were doing them we kind of already gone the carousel once and started again that's when i was like okay this seems like it might be a little one note. This might be blah, 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 Then we went into the user created content. And mm. yeah, there was plenty of ones that were just testing your skills as a driver. But then when we got the one, course, it was like a puzzle where it was, you know, yeah. all right, cool. There's checkpoints you can kind of see in the distance. And if you get thrown off, you go to the other one. You got to figure it out. And the way we were all playing and talking to each other and trying to, it became a puzzle game of trying to figure out what to do. And even once we got there to the next part of it, trying to figure out how to actually get over the giant chasm, how to mm-hmm. land, where to go next, like, That, for me, was a window into where I think I'm more – with tim of like okay cool from what you're getting out of the box for 50 bucks i think it might be closer to a seven than a nine but i can see where once the user creator content gets poured into this you could get over to that nine range and have something truly impressive mm. and, and kevin, I, can understand- I kevin if you want to go to assets i kicked you a tweet i'd like to show over here you know on the stream we were joking around uh, blessing unlocked a garbage truck and then we were like oh wait on top of making tracks you can actually go in and customize your cars blessing tried to make a garbage truck on fire real quick he's like oh, i'm sure somebody else could do this way better uh, I am Mr. Bo, uh, put this one out over on Twitter, if you can get it up, Kevin, and sh- what he did with the uh, garbage truck of fire. I'm sorry, back to you, Barrett. And I, I
0: imagine just playing through, like, y'all were just doing uh, quick races, I imagine, throughout the, the, the stream, and just, like, kind of going through each and every course. I can imagine it can get tiresome, but, like, honestly, going through the, the single-player stuff, uh, like, it, I, I feel like, even though, like, I have notice of, like, going through tracks, like, uh, for for different, like, uh, challenges and stuff like that. Like, it's never gotten old for me because there's always something, like, new and different to to experience and stuff like that. And, like, the quote-unquote, like, boss races are are some of the most fun I've had so far in the game. Um, and I, I think have, like, some of the most imaginative imaginative courses. So
2: I didn't know uh, there was boss battles in it. I, I, I haven't played anything except the multiplayer stuff we did. Right, right. Tim, that I'll echo with you. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah i mean it's super great if you have any interest in this game check it out because it delivers any any of that interest you might have had it delivers on that for sure like it is a a hot wheels game it is super fun the biggest problems i had uh going into it was i was concerned it was going to be too slow and i don't think that that's fully addressed like it still is on the slower side compared to what i would want from it but it is much quicker than the original trailers uh showed so there you
2: go hot wheels unleashed right now uh positive sentiment out there as i said like uh, like when i went earlier today there were none but even when i'm over on the metacritic now just for the xbox version their 70 is based on four reviews from player Two, the xbox hub ju, ju video and cultured vultures so that doesn't even have the ign9 in there let alone an unscored forbes one kevin are you around <laughs> I'm running the show
1: now. I can't. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm around. I just had uh, my Bluetooth headphones were having issues. so I, Right, right, right. Uh, I got them to work again, and like when I clicked back in, I heard you say something about uh, – uh, were you asking me to pull up an image?
2: Yeah, assets I sent I over uh, Mr. Bo's uh, garbage truck on fire yep, he yep, made yep. for Hot Wheels Unleashed. I just want to show that before we transition out. Oh, my God. Of that looks so
1: fucking awesome.
2: And again, for me, that's what I'm talking about, where I think I was playing it, you know, again, multiplayer drop-in, you run around do stuff. And again, I'm not the racing guy, right? Uh, I was like, okay, cool, this is fun. But then you see the creativity here and, and the, uh, the track creator and all this stuff. I'm like, shit, fuck, this could honestly be a little bit in, like Mod Nation Racers, which I loved so much. Yeah, Let alone, I, they've already announced that there is a Superman DLC coming for this one. Yeah, Kevin? I,
1: I do feel like the track creator is the game changer here, where it went from yeah. a fun little game to totally, like the, like you were saying, the puzzle one that we played. It's just a, a different game that is, in its own right, like so much fun and kind of like, um, uh, it, you know, it, it like, it's it's developing something new. It feels like it's making you think in a way that a uh, racers don't typically do.
2: So there you go, everybody. Hot Wheels unleashed out this week, seeming pretty positive, and we enjoyed our time with it. Don't believe us. Go to YouTube.com slash kind of funny plays. Watch our two hour. Let's play over there to see us go through all the emotions and just Mm -hmm. watch blessings. Stink it up. You know, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) number two. (laughs) stinky stinky number two on the Roper report uh we have a last of us day recap for you uh yesterday sunday the 26th was uh last of us day which used to be outbreak day but they changed because of the whole global pandemic thing last year that kind of threw everything off um they had shown a bunch of merch ahead of time said they would reveal more stuff and some new content we had a whole conversation on friday like what's it going to be don't get too hyped Turns out we were all right. So we'll start with the most exciting news from it. And, Kevin, there's a hyperlink in here. We got our first look at The Last of Us on HBO. Uh, Kevin has pulled up the shot here. You, of course, see uh, Joel, Ellie, uh, you have a Pedro Pascal. And then I always forget Ellie's name. Do you remember off the top of your head or off the IMDb? Oh,
3: yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, she's a girl from Era New Orleans, girl. Brothers.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Them looking at a crash plane. It's just, if you're an audio listener, it's a shot from the back. I'm sure you've, of course, seen it. Bella Ramsey. Thank you very much, Bella Chad. Ramsey, yep. Uh, looks awesome, Tim. I think you know, even when you look at, like, Joel's backpack here and how, uh, you know, accurate that is to what we've seen before in the game.
3: This is incredible. I mean, I... I... I've talked about it a lot recently, about how excited I am for this show and how I think that it really is going to be something that's truly special. And like, this is going to be a big, big, big project from HBO, not just another show they have. This is them trying to have a a new flagship title to be able to grow with. And this, everything that they've had so far has been pitch perfect. It reminds me of the lead-in to force awakens when it first came out where I'm not talking mm, about the quality of mm, what mm. came after that I'm talking about every decision every like piece of media they put out leading into that movie coming out was just like oh these motherfuckers get it and will they stick the landing that's a totally different uh thing but in terms of what you're to crush movies, it I do too I do too and it's like I have full faith in them right now and that uh, this image we're seeing is another perfect example of it the costumes look fantastic just the vibe of it looks fantastic and I also love this image behind the the shoulders behind the back of these characters very video game-esque like that's a deliberate decision like they're trying to do something here that is very true to what last of us is and one image speaks very loudly and in a positive way for me with this
2: yeah exactly I think for a show that depends so much on the vibe right capturing the vibe of the last of us I think this photo does that and it does it in a way where you look at these look at them from behind like oh that's Joel and Ellie and like the backpacks and everything that like it would be a touchstone visual clue for them is there and what that'll, you know, evolve into in the show is a different conversation And you know, I can't wait to get the full blown character reveal of them looking at the camera, actually, you know, gun up or whatever, his giant revolver. Uh, but for a first look and especially for something on last of us day, I thought this was well done. I thought this was a good look and I, I can't wait for the show. I do think the show is going to be, uh, one of the standouts if not the standout when we talk about video game adaptations i think the yep. fact that they have you know uh, craig from uh, chernobyl the fact that neil uh, who of course made the games and is now working and writing and then directing it was revealed last week some of the episodes right is over there doing that i think they have something truly special here let alone the cast let alone the reverence for the product I mean, i'm more interested to see what they do in terms of what a season looks like for this show Wh- where are we going to stop where are you going to go what is actually going to happen
3: and i'm sorry Tim. Yeah. I was just gonna say, Gustavo, on the music. I think that sure. that is such an important thing. When you, whenever there's these adaptations, I feel like music is something that never gets enough love, and it's like that is so core to the experience of what Last of Us is. Is the emotions you get from that score, and imagining that score in a beautifully shot live-action show that is able to kind of do what video games can't uh, when it comes to character development and storytelling in in a different medium. And it's not to say one's better than the other. It's just they are different. And I think that they understand that. Druckmann gets that. The team they're working with obviously gets that. They did Chernobyl. Like, this... Has so much going for it, and I really think it could be be awesome. And having played the games to go to your question of like where it's going to start and end, it's like I think that there's some pretty clear, obvious season one, season two, season three um, stop points that they can have between Last of Us One, Last of Us Two being split into two parts. Like it, it really tells a nice story there. So we'll see.
2: We shall see. See, I'll be fascinated if if season one goes all the way
3: through. Yeah, if season I mean, one is just
2: Last of Us one. I I feel like that's too much to put in there.
3: Yeah, I think you they fear, could do it.
2: I think they could, but I think if you're trying to do, you know, the, I, I think if you're trying the, as you just said, there are differences right between uh, video games and uh, live action production, and I feel like a live action production would have. Not a more pro- uh, problem, but I think if you're in this for the week to week and you're in it for the drama, like, I think there's more happening on their journey than wanting to jump between the seasons, right? Where you, like, all of a sudden they're just further into the United States. I think people would want to see that whole journey out. Not the game, uh, and I'm just not, not trying to say that TV shows and live action fiction don't do time jumps, obviously. Look at The Walking Dead multiple times. But I'm just thinking here that you'd want, that HBO would want to spread
3: it out and string it along a bit more. But maybe yeah. that would also wear it on viewers. Totally. We'll see. I mean, there's 10 episodes for this thing. And 10 episodes of a modern show, like 10 a lot. If we're talking about sure. HBO, that's like, that's, and especially with HBO Max, there's not like a, a, a limit to how long it could be. Like, it, we could be getting like legit hour-long episodes. 10 hours of a Last of Us story, like that definitely can cover the in- entirety. Us One. Yeah.
2: Uh, but I also,
3: I do expect them to have more flashbacks. I do expect them to also mm-hmm. include uh, their version of the Left Behind DLC and like also just fill in other gaps, introduce brand new characters we don't even know. We have already heard that we're going to get more stories about bill and his relationship and all that stuff so it's like like there's a lot to fill in having said that last of us one is a what 17 hour game and like so much of Ah, that is gameplay and so much of that is menus and so much of that is you know not actually storytelling stuff so we'll see last of us one
2: more like eight to ten
3: i mean whatever it, it is
2: Oh, well, I'm just, it's one of those things you're going to get attacked. You know what I mean? They're going to come for you. Hold on. I'm hoping up. how long to beat. Oh, no, you were right. I'm wrong. Five, 15 and a half. It just flies by, you know? Yeah, That's what totally. I
3: that.
2: Uh, that wasn't all the last of his information, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, people all day long during last of Us day. Because, again, if you want to go to Naughty Dog's uh, Twitter, they have it all there. If you want to go to their site, you know, they announced new merch. They announced new music. They announced uh, a new Joel statue that looks pretty dope. But obviously, people were clamoring the entire time for information about the game. Uh before uh, The Last of Us HBO uh, image got released, they put out a letter to fans talking about, obviously, their support for The Last of Us, but ending uh, with this. And this is them quoting what the audience would be saying. Yeah, that's lovely and great, Naughty Dog, but what are you doing with The Last of Us right now? Back to Naughty Dog. In short, we're working on it. We see the community comments as many of you clamor for multiplayer and want updates. For now, we'll say that we love what the team is developing and want to give them time to build out their ambitious project. We'll review more when it's ready. To that end, we've been busy growing our team inside the kennel since The Last of Us Part 2 launched and are currently in full swing of hiring for multiplayer, they put MP, related positions, hint, hint. So if you or somebody you know qualifies for anything you see on the jobs page, apply in the meantime another the last of us day has come to a close we hope you've had as much fun with us today as we had putting it together and we will be watching closely for all the epic photos art and stories you send our way tim when are we ever fucking seeing last of us factions 2 whatever the fuck you're calling it
3: uh i mean i i think at this point it's gonna probably be a while till like we're actually playing it when will we actually hear about it i wouldn't be surprised if it was next E3 or sometime in the next year when it comes to whatever PlayStation wants to do their showcase um because they didn't add E3 this year but uh I I think that this is good news overall I think this is also news that they are Looking at Sony's library when it comes to PlayStation Studios and multiplayer games just are not it at this point. Like they really are focusing on third party games to be able to to carry that service to things like Call of Duty and et cetera, et cetera. So this to me, I think, is them kind of being like, we have something here. People did love factions in the the first game. So uh, how do we kind of take that and make it mainstream? Last of sure. Us is this giant property now, and it's not what it used to be. It used to be this beloved game that meant a lot to a lot of gamers. And like now, especially when it comes to the HBO show coming out, and uh, eventually, if this remastered comes or uh, some package containing everything together, like Last of Us means more than it ever has before. And I think that uh, multiplayer and the availability to play with your uh, games with your friends means more than it ever did to people. So I think combining those two things, especially with the pedigree of Naughty Dog behind it, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being not a update to Last of Us 2, but it's entirely own products that they're they're putting out that is a multiplayer project. And I imagine that it's not too crazy to think and expect some type of Battle Royale mode or some type of uh kind of trend chasey type thing for this but with the last of us skin and last of us type of gameplay and last of us again pedigree going into it that i think it could be something really special that a lot of people dig and it could be a much bigger hit than just being a game mode in last of us 2.
2: 100 percent, and i think That clearly is what they're building towards, right? You talk about uh, what this is, why you haven't seen it. You know, obviously it was supposed to be this thing. It's going to be shipping later. Now it's its own beast. Uh, You want to last of us factions in the original last of us, uh, a beloved PlayStation multiplayer game for a very small group. And I'm not doing that to insult it or say like, but I mean, you want to compare it to another multiplayer game, right? We're talking about when people talk about the last of us, what are they talking about? They're usually talking about the single player, the story. They're talking about the performances. Factions is always in the back burner and for Naughty Dog to be doubling down this much to be openly hiring for all these multiplayer positions, like making a big deal about, Hey, we are hiring multiplayer people. It really shows that I think they're going above and beyond what factions one was for last of us and what that looks like. And, mm-hmm. you know, my, spider sense right my playstation sense gets tingly because i think if you're going that hard into it it shows that this is going to be a full-blown naughty dog experience and I, and I mean that in the way that, not that factions in Last of Us 1 was like half-assed or anything like that, but it was side content. It was the parsley. The game obviously was the meat and potatoes of it. I think the fact that they're hiring up this way, that they're talking about it, that they're all, you know, being upfront that they don't have anything to show right now shows that they're really working on this and trying to go big with it, which then gets me really excited for what it could possibly be. Because, you know, you mentioned Battle Royale or trend chasing. I don't think they're chasing the trends as much as they'd be influenced on by whatever is and then put the Naughty Dog spin on it. And so then that gets me excited of like, is this a multiplayer mode that is going to be not just team deathmatch? It's going to be somehow interactable. It's going to be similar to what you'd seen with the uncharted co-op missions before where it was like, Hey, let's give you uh, a multiplayer base you're with your friends at. And then you guys roll out on a mission to get supplies, but there are different things happening in the world on top of other factions coming out for you. Like, does it get to be a more narrative, naughty dog triple a blockbuster experience in that way? And I think, you know, talking about last of us uh, factions, the original, I'd be like, oh man, that's not what that was. But with the work they're putting into this one, maybe it is. And Tim, one of the things I've said on other shows, P.S. I love you probably the most, is talking about that I really think that 2022 is going to be the year of Last of Us. Where i think that they are putting all their dominoes in a line right now to knock them over with this hbo show because obviously we've seen it time and time again but i mean you know you jump to the witcher right when the witcher hit on netflix last year and then the witcher three sales were like record numbers of people buying that game you need to have content out there and so my prediction is that next year in the run-up to the last of us debuting on hbo is the run-up to hey here's last of us Uh, director's cut aka and last of us remake bundled together and whatever however they're doing that but all for playstation 5 all as fancy as can be and then on top of that is the teaser announcement whatever for factions i think we're going to see director's cut and i think we're going to see the remake of last of us before we see this multiplayer thing because i think you want to hey everybody who doesn't know what the fucking last of us is but now knows because of the tv show it's awesome you love it play the games on your new playstation 5 which hopefully you can finally get in stores in 2022 and then on top of that in 2023 we're dropping the, you're talking about tim a multiplayer experience where you can squad up with your friends and you guys can go out as you wait for the next season of the last of us on hbo
3: yeah, it's really interesting. I, I I'm I wonder when The Last of Us TV series is actually going to debut, because there has been a trend of big titles coming out in December, um, which is not how things used to be uh, back in the day. But I, with, with The Witcher, I mean, even season two is premiering, I think, December 17th or something like that. Uh, sure, this that's year. where
2: season one did right around the same time
3: yeah exactly and then we got uh i mean even things like cobra kai that at this point are one of netflix's biggest kind of money grabs and like things that people are like actively looking forward to and that's december 31st so it's like that is a traditionally dead time in hollywood but now it's kind of turning into this active thing as people are home we even saw it with like the crazy ass numbers that uh soul got when it was on disney plus or um when wonder woman 1984 came to hbo Don't remind me don't remind me uh, but with last of us, I, I think that this thing's gonna take a little bit while to cook. And so th- the first season is expected 2022, but I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being like a December. Uh, oh yeah. launch for it, and that, for so, sure. so with that, it's like, what, how does this fit into what the plan that you're talking about? I think it actually could be pretty interesting. Where Last of Us One, uh, remake, whatever that looks like again, if it is the package that also comes with, uh, two just like kind of the Last of Us collection, uh, to get people ready, like if that were to come out in June next year, sure. or like honestly, anytime after that, yeah, yeah. June, June to so like,
2: like the, the tentpole
3: yeah make it a big deal like leading into the show coming out and then leading into the multiplayer mode you're talking about like that makes a lot of sense marketing wise and sony are smart and they try to take advantage of that type of stuff so i i I think that that could be a likely outcome
2: get last of us ps5 or whatever you want to define that as part two remaster all one two different things skews doesn't matter Last of Us ps5 get that out like you're saying right end of summer very beginning of fall, September. Right now, a year from now, right. That way, when the the show drops in November, whatever people get into it, they can go buy it. Hopefully, again, they can buy their PlayStation Five in the store right there. And then at Game Awards, drop a trailer for Factions and be like, "This is what you should all be getting excited for for next year." On the last of us train.
3: Very, very interesting. Yeah, I, I think that that might at uh, Game Awards for Factions. I think is a very, very likely call, Greg. Good call. That's what I do,
2: Jim Ryan. I hope you're listening. We just solved all your problems for you. Uh, number three. On the roper report this is a fast and simple one but usually I, I would usually put it in new dates but it's too big not to go up here uh tim resident evil 4 vr is releasing october 21st exclusively on oculus quest 2. obviously we knew resident evil 4 vr was in the works but we knew it was coming sometime this year we didn't know a date october 21st is the news there tim are you hyped
3: uh i am not but i am excited that resident evil 4 just continues to be released on different consoles and different experiences and you know vr like i'm just happy that vr is still kicking and that vr is still (laughs) like kind of trying to understand its place in the industry and its place in in the homes of gamers and non-gamers alike and all that like cool core experiences like resident evil 4 like that is is good like that's the type of stuff that we need more of as well as things that are really pushing the boundaries of what a unique vr experience can be so hell yeah Somebody needs to support the shit. So I'm happy that it definitely just seems like Bethesda and Capcom are doing their best.
2: Well, I mean, it's you know, it's something so fascinating with VR, right? Where you talk about that, you know, I think it didn't it didn't set the world on fire. And so you got to get core games to it in some way because, of course, the people who bought it and are excited for it are core gamers. Mm -hmm. and that's always the push and pull right where i think the rush to vr early on was that there's going to be a mainstream device which of course it wasn't and now that it isn't and the only people who are still buying games for it are hardcore gamers like ourselves then yeah of course get out there and support it And so
3: why not take one of the most beloved games of all time put it on there in vr and let it go yeah i mean honestly i'm just interested in resident evil 4 remake and like how many times are they going to re-release this between now and when re4 remake actually happens like how many more entries of re4 are we going to get I'm willing to bet there will be two.
2: How many do you bet, ladies and gentlemen? You can tell me on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where, of course, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show with the exclusive post show we do, and you can watch us record all our other shows live before they go live on anywhere else on YouTube or and that stuff. But most importantly for right now on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can go there to get the show ad-free. Speaking of ads, Greg Way, this. This podcast is brought to you by Liquid IV. Working out, meditating, treating yourself with so many different types of self-care, it can be hard to remember one of the most fundamental ways to take good care of yourself, hydration. No, Liquid IV is not an actual IV drip, but it does hydrate you faster and more efficiently than plain old water. It contains the perfect balance of vitamins that help you hydrate quicker. How do I, Greg Miller, know so much about Liquid IV? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I like to drink too much. And often after I've had too much, drink the next day we use liquid IV around here you can all I've also used it you know when you're sick uh, you, maybe off a plane, you took a plane ride, and you're like, ah, I'm, I'm I'm really thirsty. You know what I mean? You're dehydrated because of the pressurization. You use it. But also, you're to get your drink on like Greg does. Throw back a few brewskis like Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, the next morning. Uh, Liquid IV does help. I mix it in with my water quite a bit. Grab your favorite Liquid IV flavors nationwide at Walmart, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code KFGD at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code kfgd at liquidiv.com. our next sponsor why it's express vpn going online without express vpn is like leaving your dog with the nearest stranger while you run into the store i would never do that to portillo Uh, most of the time it's probably fine but you never know what if they're a serial dog napper Uh, well every time you connect to an unencrypted network like a cafe or a hotel your online data is not secured any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data. It would take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's been easy because, of course, ExpressVPN has been a sponsor of Kind of Funny for quite some time, a long time, and the one, the only cool Greg, has used it quite a bit. Uh, all the internet surfing he does, all the different shows he's watching, all the different things he's streaming. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com games. That's e x p r e s slash games. And you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash games and our final sponsor of the day demon slayer it's time to become the blade that destroys demons in demon slayer kimetsu no yaba The Hinokami Chronicles, launching October 15th on PS5, PS4, Xbox, and Steam. Uh, Tanjiro comes home to find his family murdered and his sister transformed into a demon. Well, that sucks. Understandably, my boy Tanjiro is devastated by this and decides to become a demon slayer to restore his sister's humanity and seek revenge on the demon that slaughtered his family. Based on the anime Demon Slayer, the game's adventure mode lets you relive your favorite memorable moments and thrilling battles. Then there's a versus mode where you can choose any combination of two characters to face off with exhilarating gameplay and a whole bunch of skills and characters from the anime rise up to become the strongest of the demon slayers pre-order demon slayer and unlock two bonus characters and get early access to the game to pre-order just click the link in the description number four on the roper report we have an update for a new story you might not have even known about, ladies and gentlemen. Uh we have the Backbone V iPhone 13 Pro update for you. Uh this is gonna be read from Backbone's uh, subreddit, but shout out to Taylor Lyles over at IGN, who is the one keeping me posted on uh, the updates as we went. Uh if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh the new iPhone's at iPhone 13, iPhone 13 Pro. I have the iPhone 13 Pro. Did you get the Pro Two there, Timmy?
3: Mm-hmm. Of course, uh if Pro you- Bros.
2: We're pro bros, ladies and gentlemen. Also, if you didn't know, I I love a little uh, remote play slash streaming device called the Backbone uh, that snaps onto the back of your iPhone. Unless you, uh, Tim's got it right there. Uh, what's the problem with the iPhone 13 uh, Pro and the Backbone, Timmy? Tim.
3: Doesn't fit right because the camera's too big. Does cameras, it? Too big cameras?
2: The camera is amazing on this phone, but yeah, now it doesn't fit the form factor of the backbone anymore. Uh, Kevin's throwing up this image here uh, from uh, Taylor over at IGN, uh, who put up the article originally about this, showing the stuff off. Uh, they reached out for a comment, of course, uh, from Backbone. Backbone didn't respond, but then over on the Backbone subreddit, they put up the following post. Our engineers just received the iPhone 13 models yesterday morning, and they've been working around the clock to analyze the situation. While the standard iPhone 13 and 13 mini models work great, Apple's new iPhone 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max have a significantly larger camera, which causes the iPhone and Backbone One to fit tighter than we'd prefer. The, uh, the 13 Pro and the Pro Max have a much thicker camera turret of about 3.7 millimeters, over twice the thickness of the camera on the 12 Pro, and nearly half of the overall thickness of the phone. This causes some interference with the camera and the bridge. You can push it, into, you can push it to fit snugly into the handle, but it's not the best experience. We spent tremendous amount, We spent a tremendous amount of time meticulously crafting every surface of Backbone 1, both bits and atoms, and even designing universal support for the iPhones available when it released. As a result, we're disappointed in the situation at hand. Several folks on the team even upgraded to 13 Pro Max for a better gaming experience, and while the fit may be acceptable for some users, it's not as good as we'd like it to be. However, Backbone's hardware engineers are world-class and never concede. Right now, they are putting the final touches on adap- on an adapter that improves the experience with a 13 Pro and Pro Max to put you back in the action without interruption. Kevin, if you want to toss it up, I have another link here of what they're doing. Due to COVID-19 and supply constraints across the industry, we, can- we can't mass manufacture these overnight. So, we'll be making the adapter design fully open source and free in a matter of days. This way, players can print it for themselves at no cost. UPS offers printing services, and there are tons of free local printers at libraries. But if you can't print your own, feel free to request at support at playbackbone.com, and we'll do our best. We'll be posting the printable files here, and this is, again, on the subreddit, soon. Tim, a shitty situation with a beautiful ending. Where When I heard this news, Blessing dropped uh, Taylor over at IGN's piece into the Slack when it dropped, and I was so heartbroken because, of course, getting the new phone, one of my big things was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to do more Backbone on it, to do some remote play on it. Obviously, uh, Jen and I are expecting the arrival of our first child imminently, and I was going to bring the Backbone in my bag with the phone and just use it on the hospital Wi-Fi over there, right? Uh, super stoked about it. So I was sad to hear this, but so heartened to hear, you know, that, you know, I, it's funny cause I know I'm not throwing shade at Taylor who did great reporting on this over at IGN. One of the IGN headlines, which I know not on this other on thing was like, backbone finally has an answer for iphone people i was like dude the the phone came out on friday the fact that by monday morning they have a solution is pretty fucking great in terms of a turnaround awesome they have a turnaround awesome they're not charging for it awesome they're just going to put the files up and on top of that talk about you know the ups stores or your library having a 3d printer which i didn't know because i am obviously going to need one of these i assumed kevin might have a 3d printer but then i didn't even need to worry about it here
3: am i wrong tim did they nail this fucking nailed it yeah no i mean shout out to the backbone just in general i feel like the there's so much love and care being put into it so it's not just another peripheral it's not just another oh hey it's a controller for for phones it's like there's so much love care thought put into making sure it is a seamless experience no matter what you're doing whether it's the x cloud or playstation remote play or playing games on the mobile device itself like it's really really, really, apple arcade it's great Great integration uh, across the different phones and like it being able to just kind of stretch and fit a bunch of different models. Like, I'm surprised that this isn't more of an issue with more different phones and models. The fact that they, obviously the iPhone uh, 13 is a big enough deal that they need to be able to make sure that's it's compatible because so many people are going to have it. Uh, I love that they're ready for it and able to take action. And yeah, like you said, just the we're just going to put the source out there and you can print your own uh, is awesome because to me, all this implies that they will come out with a new version that fixes oh, this if sure. you wanted to just get it later um or even just a little part that you need or whatever it's like so it's cool this this kind of is best case scenario for dealing with a, a situation that is out of their hands at the end of the day like Apple designed the the phone differently so it either fits or it doesn't fit and when they are so meticulous about the design and trying to make it as seamless and great in your hands as possible uh concessions have to be made and I think that this is uh kind of the opposite of that where it's like this is them kind of being like hey look we, we got your back you can you can trust And invest in our product because we are going to be here for you and we, we want this to be a thing that's with you every step of the way in your gaming experience where they want people to think of the backbone as indispensable as just something that you need to have and good on them. They're doing a great job with that
2: and for the record i would 100 percent put it out there as an indispensable item i love it i know razor kishi is obviously the one android phones get used with the most i like my backbone more i think the buttons are more responsive less squishy and stuff like that but i'm a huge fan of my backbone and i think it is you know for something that is this boutique of an item something that is this small scale of an item but really popular obviously in the gaming crowd i see it all the time on my twitter i think yeah this is the correct response to be out there and figure out how they're gonna do it and then of course yeah like you know it's so hard, I feel for them, to make an item uh, for a third-party item or something else that is cool. We're doing this, but yeah, you can change anything. And I know – have you been tracking this whole thing with the EU and how they're going to start re- requiring USB-C, which could uh, get I'll rid trust. of the lightning? Of course. Oh, Yeah i hope they do i don't want this lightning port anymore you know what i mean get it out of here but yeah exactly Mm you know but but again right there you're talking about them having to do another version of the backbone right like obviously they've already said they're working on an android version uh because obviously they want to take care of those people and obviously that would apply here too but yeah there's i'm sure the backbone people are watching everything that's happening (laughs) with heightened information of what's going on
3: yeah totally this is great fantastic stuff would love to see more of this in the future this type of customer support is uh rare unfortunately
2: uh then two things i want to address because if i see it in the chat once it does mean that uh, everybody else is worried about it too there's somebody listening is worried about it too number one camo chameleon says greg overestimates the power of hospital wi-fi and i would respond with camo chameleon underestimates bay area wi-fi all right don't worry about it don't worry about that worry somebody, about else, somebody else went through there and said oh, greg thinks he's gonna have time to play video games in the hospital i'll have you know that on our uh, both both my switch and gen switch are charging We will be playing video games in this hospital. And if you aren't, it just shows you're not a true gamer. And I say you should embrace the Amish life you were born into. Number five on the Roper Report. Uh, G.I. Joe has a new AAA game in the works, apparently. We're going to go to Jody McGregor over at PC Gamer jody writes mega toy brand hasbro has through its games division wizards of the coast opened a video game studio that is quote led by industry veterans from wb games and other AAA studios end quote that's according to the job description attached to several listings for new roles the studio just referred to as new raleigh durham studio will be making a gi joe game as its first project the job ad i'm sorry the job ads call it the job ads call it a triple A third person action adventure game, as well as confirming it will be multi-platform qualifications mentioned in the listings for the four roles, technical director, art director, lead game designer, and lead am- animator uh, ask for experience with unreal engine, as well as knowledge of broad video game elements like progression and exploration mechanics. I cut out some of the air, the article, of course, go read uh, Jody's reporting a PC gamer uh, paragraph. I liked here though. During a Hasbro investor event, this During a Hasbro investor event earlier this year, Wizards of the Coast president Chris Cox uh, talked about, quote, leveraging some perennial Hasbro favorites with an eye towards developing them digitally, end quote, saying, we will bring these brands to digital life, develop experiences that resonate uh, with the lifestyle gamer in ways that are fresh, new, and provocative. The Hasbro brands he mentioned were G.I. Joe, Transformers, Micronauts, and Ouija, as in Ouija board, which, yes, is a brand Hasbro has owned the trademark for since 1948 tim you love gi joe you're always over there going snake <laughs> why are you excited about this game bro uh, uh
3: no jokes aside i do not care about gi joe i'm just like that is not a franchise i ever grew up with or, or was interested in but transformers definitely was and they would collab every once in a while there was a lot of crossover between the two so because of that i'm a little bit familiar with some of the things sure uh triple a gi joe game third person action adventure, this doesn't really add up in my mind. Like it's like, I can't, can't really compute this being a reality that actually turns out uh, them saying led by industry veterans, WB games and other AAA studios. Like the talent could be there for sure. Right. But there's just something about this that I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, what does this actually turn into? Like what does AAA game mean? Because when you use that, phrase, you're trying to imply something. You're trying to like make people think, oh, this is going to be a big deal. I just can't really imagine it being a big deal. Having said that, going back at this point a decade. Uh the Transformers games were great. And I would argue those were triple A. Like they high were above Studios, the, yeah. the high moon ones. Like those were above double A games. Uh like they definitely weren't like the Transformers games of the PS2 era that were double sure. A, right? So Hasbro, they got the brands, and there's definitely potential for a G.I. Joe video game. There's definitely potential for Transformers. Ouija, maybe not, but who knows? Uh, but definitely not a triple A game. I can tell you that. Uh, this is interesting. I don't really think that it's gonna turn into anything of Consequence, and I don't think this is going to be anytime soon.
2: Do you remember? Yeah, and that's my whole thing is like, so to give you anything, like, who knows what's going to happen? You have a bunch of different people, you're going for a AAA third person action adventure game, which, of course, I think, what does it mean? I think it opens it up to a multi-hour you know something where it's gonna look like assassin's creed it's gonna look like avengers it's gonna be something to that degree right that's whatever and will this turn out obviously you have people from wb games other AAA studios you're in north carolina a hotbed of game development obviously with people leaving epic all the time obviously the old boss key people that were over there there's plenty of smart people over there mm-hmm. more power to you go get it it's always hard to start a studio and then take on a big project and find the whole thing Maybe they can do it. Maybe they can't. Well, uh, I wish them the best. I don't care about GI Joe either. I'm like you. But what I want to bring is: Do you remember Toy Soldiers War Chest? Oh, remember I'll never this- forget it, Craig. Never forget, uh, Kevin. I'm going to put this in assets too, so we can talk over it real quick. Because like this is one of those games that every so often I completely forget existed, and then I'm re- then I'm like, oh wait, that happened where they put out this weird-ass game that was eight armies, one toy box to defend, the toy store. Like, what the hell was it? And it was He-Man, G.I. Joe, <laughs> like Kaiser from the, the little... Like, what the hell? Remember this game? And it just came yeah. out. And it was like, you're going to go battle with all these different characters. Like, what the hell was
3: going on? Yeah, the, I on mean, the it? idea, of it's cool. It's just, yeah, you know, you look at this, and you're like, well, this ain't A. Not that they said this was, but like... It's just a weird thing because IP is a, a tricky game to play, right? Because it needs to resonate with people. Like, just because people are aware of it, that might get their attention. But then they're going to look at it and be like, huh, okay. I guess He-Man's in this. Like, what does that actually mean for me? Is it going to get me to play this game that otherwise I wouldn't play? I yeah. think when it comes to G.I. Joe, like G.I. Joe in 2021 especially, just does not have that type of mainstream appeal and mainstream attention-grabbing level to, I think, even validate a AAA game release, right? Like... Looking at it, like the, they just put out a G.I. Joe movie and it flopped horribly bad with Snake Eyes that just came out. And sure. it's like Snake Eyes, one of the coolest elements of G.I. Joe, uh, to non GI Joe fans, right? So it's like if that can't even get people in, I don't know that a giant video game's going to.
2: We shall see, ladies and gentlemen. Will it get Nick Scarpino to pick it up and play? Maybe. And that's all you really need in the end, even though he'd want he wants a mask more than anything, I guess. And then final for the Roper Report on your first day of the brand new week, number six is just some fun ones for you, is what I called it. Uh, just little tidbits uh, uh, over for, I keep my ear to the Avengers ground, let you know all the stuff that's happening. Uh, Marvel's Avengers developers uh, in their Discord confirmed that yes, uh, I guess on Twitter, uh, that Spider-Man is what we, quote, Spider-Man is what we call an event, so he will have cutscenes and a story for sure. Of course, if you've looked at the Avengers roadmap, it's the Spider-Man event, which has made it look different than all the different operations, so people are, like, you just dropping a character and it's not going to make any sense they say there will be something to make sense for it and they also confirmed what I uh, assumed from the roadmap but they are confirming publicly is that the new claw raid is going to be unique meaning that it's not just going to be a recycled battle from uh the Claw fight uh in the War for Wakanda expansion it's going to be a brand new fleshed out thing for your giant team
3: that's good Greg that's good But before yeah. we move on real quick I want to go back to this because this, it's even worse than I thought uh Snake Eyes one of the biggest bombs of the pandemic Hundred and ten million dollar budget, a thirty seven million dollar box office. Yo, it's not good. It's not Mm -hmm. good, everybody.
2: That's not what you want. That when they talk about return on investment, that's not a return on investment.
3: No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) Not what people want out of that.
1: But isn't that more reflective of the pandemic in general?
3: Yeah, but other movies aren't like that. Yeah, other AAA movies are making more.
1: But not like no one. People aren't making more than like a hundred million, right? Right, they are.
3: A ton of them are. Yeah. I
1: Shang-Chi is probably the, the biggest one, right?
3: Yeah, they, that kind of thing. Shang-Chi and
2: uh, Black Widow did really well. Or whatever, for Pandemic Wells. Doesn't yeah. matter. This ain't a movie podcast. Fuck off, everybody. And then your other fun one for you is that IGN tells me, uh, Bethesda has bought a PlayStation 5 for Deathloop's Jason Kelly after the voice actor told fans he didn't have a copy of the game or a console to experience it on. Pete Hines was on a threat, I guess, and was like, I'll get you. I can help you get a PS5 and a game. And he did. So there you go. Congratulations to Colt himself on playing his own game. Oh, yeah. Tim, mm-hmm. after the breakout success of Deathloop, I'm excited to see what other video games Jason Kelly gets cast in. But those announcements will be so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the Mama Grop shops, where would I go?
3: The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday.
2: Yeah. yeah. Out today. Nycra on PC. Peach Leaf Pirates on PC, Festival Tycoon on PC, Lost Epic uh, Steam Early Access, right now ahead of a q4 2021 release and then if that was enough for you i will read from the press release here super monkey ball cross fall guys the iconic leader of the super monkey ball gang is rolling into fall guys ultimate knockout in bean form awesome. uh the monkey from the from jungle island enters the jungle dome as an exclusive costume available in fall guys today through thursday september 30th this special 20th anniversary collaboration arrives just in time to celebrate the upcoming release of super monkey ball banana mania on october 5th now how do i i never played i i played monkey ball i don't remember ever hearing this pronounce i i is that how i say this, I, I, this I, yeah name? Mm-hmm. i i rolls into fall guys jungle adventure themed season five sporting his trademark orange a shirt and oversized ears, where he will be available for 10 crowns for a limited time from the fall I mean, guys favorite you know
3: form. those oversized ears. thank you gotta god gotta he's got them. that
2: giant a on his shirt that trademark giant a Go get him, monkey ball. Uh, new dates for you. On September 29th, uh, Rec Rally will be available to all users on Android, iOS, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, all the Xboxes, PC, Steam, Quest, and all the accessible VR headsets. And then uh, Disco Elysium, the final count, will be released on the Xbox family of consoles uh, October 12th digitally. Uh, Physical editions will launch November 9th. Tim? hmm We ask people watching live on Twitch.tv so, actually, know, I actually have a squad up. I forgot that I had squad up. Uh, we ask people watching live or we watch people. Live, go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can write in to be part of the show with your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your squad up requests. This is where I read your name, your username, your platform of choice, and why you need help in video games. Uh, then the best friend's here, and they come and play games with you, and everybody has a good time. We have a different one today from the one, the only, the nanobiologist. Nanobiologist is urging you to go to his Twitter, duh, nanobiologist, all one word nanobiologist says so the backbone is releasing 3d open source plans for people to 3d print an attachment so the iphone 13 pros and pro maxes fit better however 3d printers are not cheap to get started with nor are they easy to use i have a 3d printer and would love to help best friends get the tool they need to keep using their backbones dm me at nanobiologist on twitter and i'll send one out to you i just ask that you cover shipping
3: nanobiologist. there you go
2: Love obviously that. a dedicated kind of funny best friend always in the your wrongs keeping us honest and look at this nanobiologist and uh, mick himself out there saying you know what i'll do this for you i can print this so if you need a backbone and you don't have access to the ups you don't have access to your own thing you don't have access to the library done nanobiologist on twitter hit him up he'll print it hit him up and he'll get it done uh, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. Uh, only got one in here. It's from the nanobiologist who says boss battles in Hot Wheels aren't really a boss battle. It's a more difficult race that's still 12 cars racing, but with a new track element, like one will have acid spin on it so it saps your boost. Thank you.
1: I feel I like a battle. that feels like a boss battle though you know? yeah
2: no but you understand where he's coming from Of like me being an outsider to the single player campaign i was like oh i thought it was going to be like a supercar we had to beat or something that makes sense it, I, I, I do def- i do define that as a boss battle as well but i, I appreciate the uh boiling down clarification
3: there. Ripper Ripper rue it's for you greg Ripper i'm not gonna Roo. rip
2: anybody's rue all right so i don't know what you're talking about that's disgusting
3: show some man. fucking respect greg
2: I don't like. I, don't I like. I don't. I don't. Is the Ecto one in the game yet? I just want the actor one in the game. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's your first show for a Monday. But guess what? You have more coming this week. Tomorrow it's going to be me and Gary Witta. Wednesday it'll be me and Snowbike Mike. Wow. Thursday it'll be Tim and Tam. Tim, Tim and Tam. Tim, Tim, Tim Tam Tam Thursday. and Thursday. And then Friday it will be me and uh, I have blessing, but blessing's off this week. I think it's Janet. Is it Janet? Let me open my calendar over here. Everybody, uh, make conversation with yourself about your favorite button on a controller. No, Friday it's going to be me and
3: Tim. Friday oh, to yeah. me and
2: Tim, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, mm. Uh,
3: if you're I am gonna it, try to try, la, 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 la. I am gonna try to weasel my way out of that, Greg, if possible. Yeah, sure. Because that day is the Halo big team battle stream we're gonna be doing on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We're also gonna be reviewing Venom 2 that day. Venom, so ideally, Venom, that's what my day would be looking like. You know what I'm talking about? Sure.
2: I'll probably hit up Janet Garcia then. You know what? Woo. I mean? See if she's done roller skating or game playing and she wants to come over and hang out with me. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you want to keep hanging out with us, ladies and gentlemen, no big deal. Of course, Tim and I are going to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to record you a post show. If you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, you're about to get more of Gas Station Simulator, Nick Scarpino, and Joey Noel's Game of the Year. I'm not that sure if that's true, but I know they really like it. They're loving it. Uh, If you want to see me and the roller skating game playing Janet Garcia talks on PlayStation. And of course, Life is Strange Spoilercast. We're recording that live on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames this very afternoon. There's so much content, including a whole McDonald's thing on Twitter. No matter where you go, there's something to do with Kind of Funny, and we love you, and we love making stuff for you, and thanks for supporting us. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot for me to do today. So until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.